Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh, you are really going to love today. It's going to be an awesome time. And who is our special guest? I think the best guest in the world. And of course, we want you to call in for prayer. Uh, we, we don't counsel, but we love to pray. And we love to believe for the miraculous. But who is our guest? My daughter. You say, you're prejudiced. No, not a bit. I'm just honest. Okay, Sarah, you have a special book for us. I do. And Mom, we have a testimony too. Do we have from Robin? Did she call in for prayer for a friend? She did. She called in for prayer for her children, and God is answering prayer. And folks, we love to have you call us for prayer. And we don't counsel, but we love to pray. Why? Because we love the answers that we get. Are they wonderful or something? So, you know, I can go through lists in my life of people praying with me, for me, for others, and tell you even I've seen nations shaken because we prayed. Oh, honey, we have a big God. He does big things. And you have a great book. I do. And uh, I love that God answers prayer. Oh, yeah. And this book is called, Hey God, Can We Talk? And this is a fantastic book. Um, we're going to be joining a teaching that I've done about some conversations you can have with God that would be very helpful and constructive in your life and very, very relevant. So I want you to put your remote control down, relax. Some of you DVR, and that's fantastic too. But I know that God has some really cool things to share with you from this and in this teaching that you'll join right now. Mama, what is your song I suffer? Where I wandered states of night. My friends, the adults, did things they don't want me to see. When you can see my ribs, one with my hair is falling out. You can do everything it takes. watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. I'm really, really excited about this program with you today because I know that God has answers for you and some conversations, some dialogue with you about some unresolved issues. <laughs> Do you have any unresolved issues in your life? Like, that's humanity. <laughs> Seriously, unresolved. You may say, well, you know, it's a, I'm thinking about some ideas, unresolved issues. Maybe you've got some kids that really aren't serving God or there's questions with your kids. Maybe you're in a job and you're like, yeah, this doesn't feel like the right fit for me. And it's kind of an unresolved. Maybe you're at a season in your marriage where it's like, yeah, you know, the kids are starting to do the empty nest and you think, oh, there's some tension here. And we have these unresolved things that happen in our lives. And I want to encourage you that God, God is in the midst of what seems unresolved. 
And we'd love to pray for you. You might be questioning some of the decisions for your marriage or your finances or maybe some family stuff that's going on. We would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We like to pray for you, and we know that God answers prayer. And if you have a physical need, you need a, a, a divine healing in your body, please be sure to call, get on the website. We love to pray for you, and we know, we absolutely know, that God answers prayer. But, you know, when we think about unresolved issues, you know, like asking God questions, well, what about this, you know? How come, you know, when I was little, this happened, and, and it feels like we don't necessarily have an answer to it? Or how come this happened here, and, you know, it, one of my 20s, when this went on, and then I never found the answer, the solution, the resolution to that question or to that challenge, to that crisis? And I want to encourage you that we all have unresolved issues. <laughs> we just do. Sometimes they're external, you know, something that happened to us or happened in the, in the outside of us. Sometimes we have unresolved issues in our own hearts where we question God. How come, God? And what, what happened here? And I want to talk to you today about dialogue, conversations with God when things are unresolved. When things are unresolved, when we don't know, hey, what, I don't understand how this plays out. I don't understand the answer. I don't understand the solution. I've got more questions than I seem to have answers. I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Hey God, Can We Talk? <laughs> this is a perfect book, perfect book to talk about unresolved issues with God. How do we resolve these? How do we talk about these things? Because it's important. So grab your copy of Hey God, Can We Talk? Because in this book, I talk about lots of conversations, dialogues with God that are very relevant to each and every one of us in our human existence. One of them includes unresolved issues. And I want you to think for a moment about Moses. Because I think Moses is the quintessential <laughs> unresolved and the reason I say Moses is I want you to think about when Moses is first born, he's born in Egypt, and he's born, obviously, to Israelite parents. But his parents and all of the Israelites in Egypt at that time are under slavery. And it's not just kind of like suggested. I mean, it's bad news slavery. In fact, Pharaoh, the king of Egypt at that time, was so threatened by the increase of Israelites that he made a national law that all of the Israelites had to throw baby boys, newborn baby boys, into the Nile River to be eaten by crocodiles so he could depopulate the Israelite nation. He was so threatened by them. And when Moses is born, Moses is born in, in the middle of that massive crisis. And he's born, and his mom is like, I can't, like any good mom, I can't throw my baby to the crocodiles. This is lunacy. I'm not doing that. And so she hides Moses, and she can keep him hidden. Classic newborn, they're, they're, they sleep all the time, they don't cry much, they're not noisy, and kind of keep him under wraps. But by the time Moses gets to th about three months old, she can't hide him any longer. But she's certainly not going to, like, throw him to the crocodiles. She, she, she can't do that. And that's like, that runs against the grain as a mom. So she makes this little boat, she puts him in the boat, and, and floats him along the reed, reeds of the Nile River. And Pharaoh's daughter comes, takes a bath in the Nile River, and finds Moses and saves him, rescues him from the crocodiles. And 
It's interesting because Moses' sister is watching this whole thing go down. Moses' sister pops over to Pharaoh and doesn't tell the Pharaoh's daughter, hey, I know somebody, I know a Hebrew woman that could help, you know, be the nursemaid, if you will, for this little baby boy. And so Pharaoh's daughter's like, fantastic, that's great. And then she raises Moses. She raises Moses in Pharaoh's household. And so Moses, and here's the, here's the discrepancy. Here's what's unresolved. And the reason I bring this to your attention is because I think sometimes when we look back in our lives, we look back over the history of our lives, we have stuff that's happened to us as kids, maybe as teenagers, in our young adult years. We have things that have happened, and we have questions about that. Why? Why did that happen? Why, did, why was I put in this situation? Why did that go down? What was, what was the, the situation with my parents or, the, or maybe my adopter? We have questions. And I think Moses did as well because Moses grows up in Pharaoh's household, but he's an Israelite. So all of his national heritage, his genetic heritage is out there being slaves. But he's the only standout guy that gets raised up in Pharaoh's household, cushy living, super great education, and, and everything, all the leadership stuff of, of Egypt is poured into him. And he, he lives this cushy life, a massive contrast with all of his fellow Israelites who are in horrible, horrible slavery conditions. And here he is. He's the antithesis. So how do you reconcile that? How do you, how do you say, okay, well, <laughs> I have this access to all this great resources and opportunities and future in front of me, but yet here's my mom and dad. Here's the nation that I'm, a, a genetic affinity that I have. This is my people. How do I reconcile their horrible existence with my cushy existence and, and the tension in that? And so you see Moses, and I think he had this sense of, Look, you know, maybe, maybe God could use me. I could, I could liberate my fellow nation of Israelites from this oppression. And you see this enter into Moses' mind. He sees the possibility, the potential. Maybe I've been put on this planet for this exact purpose to liberate these people. And so he goes out, and you see him when he's about 40 years old. He's like, you know, I'm going to take the bull by the horns, and I'm going to step into this need. I'm going to step into their oppression, and I'm going to help set them free. And it doesn't play out well. Actually, it backfires. <laughs> Because he winds up killing an Egyptian slave master. And the Israelites reject Moses. And I think Moses is like, you know, like a midlife crisis. Now what? Now what? And maybe that's you today. Maybe you're in your own, so to speak, midlife crisis. Maybe you're watching right now and you're like, I've done all this stuff in my life. And, and now what? What's my future? And how do I resolve this? Maybe you've had some bad decisions and you're like, well, now I have to pay the ripple effect, the consequences. Now what? I want to encourage you. We would love to pray for you that God would help you to resolve now what? And if you're in a midlife crisis and you're like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I find myself kind of floundering, kind of at odds. What do I do now? Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would help you and, and help you to see God's plans and purposes for your life. And when you do, grab your copy of, Hey God, Can We Talk? Because Moses, absolutely, he made bad decisions. He killed the Egyptian slave master. Pharaoh hears about it, and he has to run away. So the first 40 years of Moses' life is this palace, Pharaoh, 
pristine, high education leadership existence. Now the next 40 years of his life <laughs> are the antithesis of that. He lives out in the wilderness and he herds sheep. Talk about dull and boring. Sheep are the most stupid animals on the planet. And now Moses is out there with sheep day in and day out, heat of the sun, cold of the night, in the desert, doing sheep. And I think there was this tension in his heart. You know, I felt like I was made for this greatness, and now I'm out here in this <laughs> total depravity. And it's super discouraging, 40 years of, of mind-numbing, day in and day out, meaningless, seemingly useless existence. But God has a plan, and God has a plan for you. Maybe you feel that way in your heart. You're like, I don't know. Does God have a plan? Does God have a purpose in my life? Is there some kind of hope in a future that God has for me? Stay tuned. Do you wish your prayer time with God was more meaningful? Do you wish your time with Him was deeper and more intimate? For your gift of $25 or more, we will send you Sarah's new book, Hey God, Can We Talk? This practical book is designed to transform your conversations with God. From distant and religious to genuine and authentic, deeply rooted in Scripture, this book helps you experience life-changing encounters with God through any circumstance, including when the future looks bleak, when your plans change, when your emotions are raw, and more. Regardless of your background, experiences, or training, the tools in this book will empower you to have deeper and more intimate conversations with God. We will also send you the new Conversation Starter Card. And for your gift of $40 or more, we will include Sarah's New Beginnings CD and Hope for the Future DVD. Jumpstart your talks with God. Call or click today for this transformational offer. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. So it's a great question. Does God have a hope? Does God have a future? What about these unresolved things in your life? And same for Moses. Because we give Moses the first 40 years of his life doing the Pharaoh thing, palace, great education. Now the next 40 is the sheep herding in the wilderness, 40 years. And how do these two work together? How do these seemingly opposite existences, how do they work together? Maybe Moses in the first 40 years felt like he had this purpose and plan and God's, God's design in his life and opportunities. And maybe the second 40 years, maybe Moses got frustrated. Maybe Moses let go of that idea that God could use him, that there might be a future for him unresolved. 
And maybe by the time he's 80 years old, he's like, yeah, you know, given up on whatever that Egypt thing was. And you might be watching right now, and you might have given up. You're like, eh, it's unresolved. I didn't answer any questions. I don't feel like God's kind of tied up, you know, made any sense of, of any of my life. And if it feels like your life is kind of unraveled and purposeless and seem, seemingly unresolved issues, we would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and of course, grab your copy of Hey God, Can We Talk? Because when we look at Moses, and that's one of the chapters in this book, it's a fantastic chapter, how to deal with, what do we do, what's the dialogue, what's the conversation with God when life seems unresolved? And I find this fascinating because God initiates this conversation with Moses when he is 80 years old. 80, right? 80. You're like, that's the time to retire. <laughs> that's the time to fade to gray and, you know, kick up your feet and just kind of chill out and just, just not have any major thing. But God shows up with Moses in Exodus chapter 3 in the burning bush. Moses is out in the wilderness, and I appreciate that God initiates this conversation. I think sometimes we have the idea that we're always going after God and we're always initiating the conversation, but I want you to appreciate that Moses is on the backside of the wilderness and, and 40 years of doing mind-numbing sheep herding. I think that Moses was like, ugh, you know, I don't know. And he sees this burning bush and he turns aside to look. And I find, I love this. I love this because it says it in Exodus chapter 3. When Moses turned to look, God began to speak. When Moses paid attention. And I think sometimes when we go through seasons in our life, when we have these unresolved questions and issues, one of the things I think that God says is, I want your attention. I want to talk to you. When you turn and you give me your attention, that's when we can start to have some dialogue and some back and forth and discussion about what's going on. And it's interesting because this dialogue between God and Moses, starting in Exodus chapter 3, it goes through chapter 3 as well as partway into chapter 4. And it's an interesting back and forth between Moses and God. And I love this conversation. I love this dialogue because Moses is super honest. <laughs> and I think Moses is like, you know what? God, you had your chance back there at the 40-year mark, right? And now that boat sailed, and I'm in the desert, and I'm herding sheep, and I've come to terms. I've, I've, I've accepted this existence, this reality. And I don't know that I want to go back and do that Egypt thing. And maybe that sounds a little bit like you today. Maybe you had a dream in your heart. And you're like, hey, and you chased the dream, and you went after it, and it didn't play out for you. And now, several years later, you're like, yeah, I feel like God's stirring that again. And I don't really, and that can be a tension. That can be a struggle in your heart, because it feels unresolved. It feels like, I don't know where to pick up from here, and I don't know that I want to go back. <laughs> I don't know that I want to come back and, and revisit that dream, that, that goal that I had in my heart. And we would love to pray for you. Pray that God would encourage your heart hop on the phone, get on the website, that God would really pour into you life, hope, future, and that you would have a shift in your thinking and your perspective. But I think one of the problems that Moses had 
In this dialogue with God, and I love this dialogue, and again, make sure you grab your copy of Hey God, Can We Talk? Because what I'm sharing with you today is just like the tip of the iceberg, so much more in this fantastic book. But when Moses and God have this dialogue, Moses is 80 years old, backside of the wilderness, herding sheep, burning bush. And God says to Moses, hey, you're going to go back to Egypt. You're going to bring the Israelites out of slavery. You're going to be their redeemer and all this. And Moses says, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Why? Why would Moses say no? Why wouldn't Moses be excited and thrilled to go back to Egypt? Well, I would propose that maybe he didn't want to go back to Egypt because that was a place of great failure. Think about it. When he left Egypt, he ran away because he killed an Egyptian slave master. It was a place of failure. <laughs> that's, a, that's bad news. He committed murder. Super bad. Plus the fact Pharaoh wanted to kill him. So he's like, no, I don't really want to go back to the place of failure. And then Moses says to God, and I like the, I really, really like the honesty in this conversation, in this back and forth. Because Moses says to God, well, what happens if the Israelites don't listen to me? What if they don't accept me? And why would Moses think that? Obviously, because of the, the feedback of the Israelite slaves when Moses showed up and, and he killed the Egyptian slave master. The Israelite was like, dude, you, are you going to kill me too? I'm not going to accept your leadership. And so Moses has good reasons to push back with God. And I love, I love this conversation. I love the dialogue because of the honesty. And when we have unresolved issues, particularly with God, I think it's super essential to have these honest conversations, these honest dialogues. God, I was disappointed. You know, I tried to step out and, and really do something, and I didn't see you come through in the end. In fact, it was very disappointing, and I had to run for my life. That was what Moses said. And, and finally, in this dialogue, at one point, Moses is like, well, you know, I don't want to go back to that place of failure. And, and when I was there, the Israelites didn't accept me. And then I appreciate Moses is like, look, you know, God, I don't, I don't have a good speech etiquette. You know, my, my, I have like this impediment. I can't speak clearly. And you should send somebody else. <laughs> I really like the honesty. I really like it. And in this book, Hey God, Can We Talk? I mean, we talk about this pretty extensively on what God says, God's answers and God's input and God's conversation. And this is a very extensive discussion between God and Moses. And it relates to the unresolved issues in Moses' heart. He knows I grew up in Pharaoh's household. I feel like I've got the big plans. And then I'm out on the backside of the wilderness and everything seems to just be pointless now. And I appreciate that in this conversation, Moses is honest, and yet God says this is the exact right time. And God is saying to you today, I have plans for you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. And if you're struggling with God's plans for your life, and you're struggling to believe that, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would pour hope into your heart, faith into your heart, that you would keep your eyes focused on God, and that God, you would have some honest dialogue, conversations with God about this disappointment. And of course, grab your copy, Hey God, Can We Talk? And so when Moses has this back and forth, Exodus chapter 3 and 4, back and forth with God, at the end of it, Aaron comes alongside of Moses. God says, hey, I'll send your brother Aaron. Aaron comes and Moses and Aaron work together. 
and they go back to Pharaoh. And this is the beginning, the very beginning of God's divine design in Moses. And so many times when we have these unresolved issues, it's hard. We, have, we struggle to find what's God's plan in this. Where is God's hand? Where is God's finger moving and working in this? And yet there's a turning point. There can be the changing of the season. And God says, okay, now you're fully ready. You're mature, you're ripe, and you're the right person at the right time. Now you're completely formed, fully formed, so that God's plans and purposes can begin to work through you. A lot of times that doesn't happen until you do some of those conversations with God to discuss and resolve those unresolved issues, the hurts, the wounds, the disappointments, the frustrations, the questions. What? I don't get it. And I know that God has answers for you. God has solutions and help for you. So I want to encourage you. We would love to pray for you. Pray for you to have some honest discussion, conversation with God. Hop on the phone, get on the website. Let us pray with you that you can walk into God's plans and purposes for your life even today. Do you wish your prayer time with God was more meaningful? Do you wish your time with Him was deeper and more intimate? For your gift of $25 or more, we will send you Sarah's new book, Hey God, Can We Talk? This practical book is designed to transform your conversations with God. From distant and religious to genuine and authentic, deeply rooted in scripture, this book helps you experience life-changing encounters with God through any circumstance, including when the future looks bleak, when your plans change, when your emotions are raw, and more. Regardless of your background, experiences, or training, the tools in this book will empower you to have deeper and more intimate conversations with God. We will also send you the new Conversation Starter Card. And for your gift of $40 or more, we will include Sarah's New Beginnings CD and Hope for the Future DVD. Jumpstart your talks with God. Call or click today for this transformational offer. I want to thank you so much for watching, for watching this time and, and thinking about the conversations and dialogues that you can have with God. And of course, grab your copy of Hey God, Can We Talk? Huge resource, massively helpful for these conversations because it can be difficult. It can be really difficult to have some conversations with God, conversations when maybe you screwed up or conversations when you're frustrated with God and you feel like there's, it's unresolved issues and you're just struggling. And I want to pray for you. I want to pray that you would have some honest dialogue conversations with God and that your conversations with God, maybe it's not just a quick 20 second discussion, but maybe it's a conversation over, over some extended time. And there's some back and forth and some really honest dialogue conversation. So I want to pray for you now that you would have, and you would walk into these conversations, no matter how difficult they are. So father, I pray for each person watching right now. I pray for myself included that you would help us to talk with you on these issues, things where we've screwed up, on these issues where we have uncertainty, unresolved issues, questions in our lives. I pray that you would help us to talk honestly and that you would help us to hear you. We would recognize your voice. I pray for each person watching that they are your sheep and the voice of a stranger they don't follow. So thank you for helping us to talk with you and to hear you well and have an amazing conversation for deeper relationship with you today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
I know that God loves you deeply.